Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I have a great episode for you today, but before we dive in, I just want to let you know that enrollment is now open for Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. Out of Overwhelm and Into Action is my signature group coaching program that I created for coaches and creatives who really want to be using their gifts, skills, and passion to create offerings, clients, and revenue. So if you are at the beginning stages of your business or you have a business, and realize that you don't really feel like you have a solid foundation, you want more clarity, and you're looking for someone to give you some strategy that's organic and service-based to help you grow, then Out of Overwhelm could be perfect for you. To check it out, go to stacybrass-russell.com to see all of the details. That's a little different than my regular website, which is stacybrassrussell.com. So again, it's stacybrass-russell.com, and you'll be able to check it all out. We begin in March, so I'll be sharing more about it with you in the coming weeks, but I wanted you to have this early heads up because this is a limited space program and there are already a few spots taken. And with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode six. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I have an awesome episode planned for you today. We're going to start talking about what you really need to start your business. Now, I work with so many coaches and creatives and service-oriented human beings who really want to be putting themselves out there and getting to do the work that they know they're meant to be doing, and yet they feel completely stuck, paralyzed, overwhelmed, and honestly, they're making things really complicated for themselves. So if this is you, if you know that you are someone who tends to overwhelm yourself and make things really complicated to the point where you don't take action to just start doing what it is that you really want to do, I hope this is really going to help you today. I I think that starting a business and making money, right, making money doing what you want to do um, is simple and easy and then it also is not so easy because you do need to know how to do certain things or learn certain things as you want to evolve and grow. But to actually just start, to just start being able to put your work out there and get paid to do it is not that complicated. So 
I want to also establish who who we're really talking about today. So I know that some of you listening to the podcast are not necessarily people who are trying to, you know, create a coaching business or you're not trying to build a service-based business, but maybe some of you or not maybe, I know that a lot of you are also creatives who may already, you know, have a job or be working somewhere and at the same time you want to be writing that book or maybe you do have a podcast idea like I had and you want to start your podcast or you just want to be doing creative work that you could put out into the world and you want people that want it that you know you want people that want to listen to it watch it take it in absorb it so either way whether you're doing something where you want to actually make money, or if you're doing something where the money isn't immediate, where you're essentially you're not exchanging money for your services, but where you're creating something in hopes that then someone will want, for example, to buy your book or, you know, pay for something. Either way, you, you still need the same thing. So all of you need the same thing to start. So I know how many people are out there. I know, I I know how many people are out there that are not taking action because they are completely paralyzed of thinking that they don't know how to do it. So here's what you need to start. Okay. This is all you need. You need a simple offering You just need to know what that offering is going to be. The first one, the first offering, the first thing that you want to see if someone will pay for or the first thing that you want to see if someone will want to (laughs) look at, listen to, uh, uh, take in, right? And then you need that, that person, at least one person who wants it, who wants to pay for it or who wants to be your audience, right? And that really is all you need. Now, creating that simple offering, we're going to talk about that in a moment. Okay, that might not seem so simple to you when I start telling you what you need to do to create a simple offering, right? And then when we talk about what you need to do to get that one person who wants to pay for it, you might start thinking or saying, but Stacey, that is not that simple. And I'm here to tell you that actually it is. It really is simple. And I know that the tendency of the kind of people I work with, right, is to overcomplicate it and to get all up in their head and start looking around left to right in total circles, head spinning, looking at what everyone else is doing, going online, seeing other people further along and more successful, hearing from all of these. And I'm going to tell you, like, I'm a business coach and I know that there are business coaches out there who are making people overwhelmed and, and, and confused, right? And my mission is to get you out of overwhelm and to help you to see that if you want to start your creative or service-based business that you must start simply and you don't need anything fancy. You don't need funnels. You don't need a website. You don't need all kinds of stuff. You definitely don't need to pay for Facebook ads or to sponsor your posts or do anything. You don't need any of that. And there are so many coaches out there, there are so many people whose business is, is to try to make you think that you need something in order to get someone, one person, to pay for your services. 
Now, scaling businesses and growing businesses and making more money and having big goals, yeah, you need to start adding certain things into your business. But one of the biggest mistakes that I see starting out coaches, starting out entrepreneurs, starting out service-oriented people, starting out creatives, one of the biggest mistakes I see them make is try to start with the things that they don't need. So I'm going to explain to you why it's so important that you have one simple offering and someone who wants to pay for it. Because until you can validate your service and validate your offer. Now, this is a little bit different if like you are, you know, a creative and maybe if you're starting a podcast, for example. I mean, you could make a podcast based on whatever you want to listen to, but one thing that would probably be important, and we kind of talked about this in the episode about like, who who are you for, right? One thing that would be important is if you knew that there was at least one other person besides you that would be interested in what your podcast was about, right? So so you kind of do need to know before you create anything, especially if it's something that you want someone to pay for, you do need to know that you have to have confidence that there's at least someone out there who wants it. So the, the reason why we start with a simple offering, a simple offering, and what I mean by that is if you're a coach, your one thing that you offer to to people to work with you one-on-one, right? That's a simple offering. Now, I have a couple of clients who are creatives and they need, a, they need a few more than one offerings. Like for example, I have a client who does digital video editing, right? Um, so she works with people on their social media. She also works with speakers to do speaker reels. And she also you know, works with individuals who want to turn their content into, um, into products. And so she needs... She needs like a few offerings, but they still have to be really, really simple and clear and easy to understand. And I have another client who's a copywriter, for example, and we've been working on her having a couple of different um, packages because, again, some people need websites, some people need email help and blog help, some people need, you know, social media. So we're creating really, really, really clear, simple and easy packages. But if you're a coach, and you don't have a lot of clients yet, you haven't created, I'm just going to go with a number, I'm going to say you haven't created about 10 clients one-on-one yet, you should only have one offer. And until that offer is validated, meaning you've tweaked it and you've worked on it so that every time you have a conversation with somebody, at some point it starts becoming yes, 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 right? Then you can start thinking about what other offers you want to add into your, I call it your yellow brick road. So as we get to know each other and we're really talking about my organic business strategy that I teach, you'll hear me referencing your client pathway as your yellow brick road. So your yellow brick road is essentially the journey that a customer, a client, a potential client takes when they discover you and what you offer and your services and they step onto your yellow brick road. They're listening to your podcast. They're on your email list. They got a freebie from you. They saw some social media posts that you put out there that that really spoke to them. However it is that they get on your path and they start 
walking along your yellow brick road and now they're watching, they're following, they're listening, they're into the stuff you're offering and they walk along your yellow brick road until eventually they convert or in the yellow brick road reference, they go to Oz, right? And they buy something. So until you have that first little track of your yellow brick road really well orchestrated where somebody comes onto your path, they start getting to know about you, and then they take that discovery call and they and you deliver such a great conversation that they say yes and they pay for your services until that's happened a number of times, we don't want to add more things to the yellow brick road because then what we're doing is we're just we're just creating too many diversions where where we're not we don't have enough people yet that have walked the the path to Oz and now we're going to start creating other little pathways and we may lose them. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But anyway, let's get back to what do you need to start your business? You need two things. One simple offering or as I mentioned, maybe like three very simple clear offers. And you need someone who wants it. You need to know that there's somebody who wants it. And if you are having a hard time finding clients, if you are having a hard time creating clients, if you are having a hard time building your audience, okay? And I know we're going to use the word audience a lot and it may make some of you a little cringy, right? You may be feeling like, oh, that makes me feel like I'm, you know, I'm a showman or I'm putting on a show, but that's not what we mean. You must have an audience. You must have people that are interested in what you're putting out there into the world in order for you to have clients, okay? Or in order for you to have anyone, subscribers, whatever, whatever it is that you want, people buying your book, whatever, you need to grow your audience, all right? So if you don't have any clients and you don't have anyone in your audience, right, you need to figure that out. And the way that you figure it out is not by changing your offer. It's not by making lots of other offers. It's not by lowering your prices. But I mean, you know, that 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 that's to be seen, right? I mean, Sometimes what we need in order to get our businesses going is we need to create what I call an easy yes, right? So if you've been having a difficult time getting anyone to want to work with you, obviously, if I was working with you as your coach, I would probably do a really, really serious you know, assessment and diagnosis so we could figure out where are things not clicking. You know, It could be anywhere along the path. It could be what you're putting out into the world as your messaging or your social media that you're not attracting the right people. It could be that your offer itself isn't really well developed or that it's not clear. And it could be that your investment is kind of disproportionate to your audience or what you're offering. So, you know, there are lots of things to look at. Um, but let's just let's just go with that if you are not creating clients yet, it probably just means that you're not getting in front of enough people or the right people, right? And that is what you have to perfect before you start changing or, you know, thinking that you need a different offer or, and here's the biggest thing that I see, especially coaches do that makes me, it makes me want to cry. It makes me, makes me like shake. Okay. Which is I can't get one-on-one clients. So instead I'm going to start a group program. 
Oh my God, please, if you can't get one-on-one clients, what makes you think you can get eight clients <laughs> at once? So this whole thought process that I see coaches go through where where they think, since I can't get one-on-one clients, I'm just going to like lower the price a little bit and make it a group. I'm like, but you still have to get the people. You still have to get the people. If you couldn't get one person to invest, you're not going to get a group of people to invest, right? So that's not a solution. So simple offering and someone who wants to pay for it, right? So let's talk about about how you do these things. So when you're first starting out, when you are starting any kind of service-oriented business or any sort of, you know, situation where you are wanting people to invest in some sort of service program with you, course, whatever you call your offering, you create one client at a time, one audience member at a time. And as you do that, you gain confidence, you gain momentum, you gain um, data, Right? So you have the ability then to see how things are going, what's working, what's not working. Even when you work with a client that said yes to your offer, during that working time with somebody, you are now even further refining and tweaking your offer. So by the time you make it to someone else, they're even getting like the 2.0 version in a lot of cases. Right? So we start by working with one person at a time and we have to start simply. If you are beginning your business and you're getting distracted by someone who's dangling in front of you that they can get you leads and that they can help you put together a Facebook ad so that you can have all of these people you know, banging down your door and filling your calendar up with discovery calls, I am here to tell you that that is not going to happen. And that is not true. And I'm not trying to be a negative asshole or anything. I am telling you that those are going to be instances where you throw your money. You might as well just take your money, put it in the toilet, flush the toilet, and the money is gone. All right. Facebook and Instagram are social media platforms and they do not want you to be able to succeed doing business on their platform unless you pay them money. That is all they care about. They will take your money whether or not anything that you're offering is something that that would, what do we want to call it, convert, okay, from an ad. In order to get anything out of Facebook or Instagram ads, okay, sponsored posts, boosted posts, whatever you want to call it, you have to be at a certain point in your business where what you are willing to do is invest and it's usually a lot of money. Some other episode, I'll go into how I have successfully used a little bit of of ads to leverage some of the things that I've put out there, but I've done it really strategically and with an expert, like I literally hire a Facebook ad expert, but for the most part, the only people who really get any traction from that are people who are throwing thousands of dollars a month in their marketing budget into ads, and here's the thing you're not going to want to hear. They're mostly doing it for the things that they're offering for free in order to get people onto their yellow brick roads and nurture and serve them and then make them an offer into something paid. So 
the return on the investment when you usually, if you're using Facebook and Instagram ads correctly, and this is mostly if you're a service-based provider and you don't, you're not fan, you're not like, you know, fancy famous yet, meaning you haven't gotten to this point where you've got tons of social proof and you're like a big hot shot and, you know, you've got all these people that already know about you, right? Like if you're Marie Forleo, you can run an ad on Facebook or on Instagram to a paid course and you'll get people, right? If you're like one of that, if you're at that level, if you're Tony Robbins, right? But if you're, I'll, I'll use myself, Stacey Brass Russell, right? And I have a pretty successful business, but not to the point where if I were to run an ad to a paid offer to a bunch of strangers, cold leads on, on, on social media, do I think that anyone is going to buy my product, even if it costs $47 without knowing who I am? The answer is no. I would be throwing my money away. My chances of getting people to buy something from me okay, using those ads is basically zero. So when you're starting your business, you must build your know, like, and trust yourself. No one else can do that for you. Nobody else can like give you leads. If they say they can, they're funneling bullshit leads to you. And then you're going to waste all of this time taking free calls, (laughs) right? Discovery calls with people that don't buy anything. So you are your own client creator. So you must think about the journey, right, that it that it takes for one person to find out who you are, what you do, to get onto your yellow brick road, and then want to go to Oz and buy something, right? And you need to figure out how to make that happen. That's your number one job, okay, when you're first starting your business. So, and, you know, we talked about the on the Who Are You For episode, one of the things I talked about was the importance of remembering that your first handful of clients are always going to be the people that you already know, right? That's just like, and, it, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I had um, a client who, you know, her first paying clients were actually like her mom, you know, her sister. I mean, I, I know people whose first clients are family members or friends or, you know, coworkers or people that they already knew. And, and, and me included, this happened to me too. And for some reason we think, well, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. I already knew them. It'll only count when I get a client that like I had no idea who they were and they just came out of the woodwork. But listen, don't have that mindset. Do not have that mindset. That is not true. Every single person that ever wants to work with you, and I'm even going to say the people that you work with for free. When you first start out, if you're not getting paying clients right off the bat, you bet your ass you should be working with someone. I'm not saying offer everyone your services for services for free. But sometimes in order to get your confidence going, in order to feel really great, and in order to create your offer, which is what we're about to talk about, you need to take someone through your process, through your work, in order to feel confident in it, in order to be able to really clarify it and codify it. So If you're trying to do all that in your head and on a piece of paper, that may also be one of the reasons why you're having a difficult time creating clients. So let's talk about the simple offer, all right? So I said in the beginning, what are the two things that you need to start a business? You need a simple offer and you need someone who wants to buy it, right? So what is a simple offer? 
Well, a simple offer is, is I'll, first I'll tell you what it's not. It's not an exchange of time for money. Now, what do I mean by that? So many people, I'm going to call you all people, um, it's not only coaches, because now I'm even going to bring into this mix like yoga teachers, healers, people who are used to uh, offering services, for example, by the hour, okay? And when you, when you view, when you have the mindset around time and money being what is being exchanged, and you're thinking that what people are investing in when they invest in working with you, and this is especially those of you who want to really create passionate and prosperous businesses, I am going to tell you that you are not going to do that, okay, if you are charging by the hour, unless you're charging like 350 an hour or 500 an hour. And even if you're doing that, here's what I'm going to tell you. You're not going to like that because it's not sustainable and it's not scalable. Like you're not going to like having to constantly wonder if you can fill your calendar with enough one-off, one-hour things, right? Or if you put yourself in a situation where you have to justify to people why your hourly cost is what it is. So if you're a coach, you should not be charging per session. You shouldn't even be calculating your investment that way. Um, When you create an offer, what you are putting together is a way of, of taking someone through your process, your signature system, your unique way that you help someone get transformation or get the outcomes that they desire. And that is what your offer is. That's your passionate offer. It is the very special way that you as an expert, as an authority, as someone who has talent, who has gifts, who has skills, who has something that this other person needs in order to get what they want, your offer is your energy, your intellect, your passion, your experience, all of what you bring to the partnership when you are working with someone and helping them to get the outcome that they desire. Now, part of that offer is having to be able to tell them, you know, wh- how you're going to meet, <laughs> right? So you you do have to at some point talk about like how many sessions are part of the package or how, you know, and how long those sessions are. But the offer itself is not Okay, great. So I'm so glad that you want to work with me as your coach. So are you ready to talk about the details? Okay, so we're going to have 12 sessions, one session a week for an hour. And the price for that is, right, you're not going to get yeses from that. You're not going to get yeses from that. Coaching and the kind of work that uh, that that you all do, the people that I work with do, This is not the kind of work. This is not buying a couch. 
This is not telling someone a price for something that to them is super tangible and real. Now, of course, like if you're if you're teaching guitar lessons, right? And you're like, "Hey, it's a 10-pack of lessons for, you know, for 2,000 bucks." Okay, like someone might say, "Okay, yes, I I pay my guitar teacher 200 a lesson." But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about those of you who are in businesses that do not want to be a exchanging time for money forever and b if you want to have a scalable business and c if you want to end up being someone that can charge essentially whatever you want because what people are paying for is not the time that you're spending with them but they're paying for the unique and special process that you have mastered and that you can share with them, whether it's that you're teaching it to them, whether it's that you're using it to take them through a process to get the outcome that they would like, whether it's your unique and special approach that helps people to feel more open, that the people relate to you, whether it's because you have a unique and special way of creating resonance, whatever it is, I promise you that the way that you create a business that is scalable. So I know we're not talking about scaling today. We're talking about starting, but starting your business with the right foundational pieces is really important. So your offer and doing the work. So remember in the beginning, I said it's simple and it's not so simple, right? The simple part is you need an offer and you need someone who wants to buy it. That's simple. Here's the less simple part. And I don't like to ever say like, this is hard. This is hard. I don't like to do that because my whole message, everything I stand for is you can do hard things, right? I mean, that's my, that's what I stand for. I stand for the fact that, that, okay, it may be something you have to work at. It may not feel like obvious to you in this moment, but it's absolutely something that can be figured out and that you can do. And so creating your offer and doing the work. So this is the part where in order to have it be simple, you have some work to do, right? Which is you do need to have some confidence in what it is that you're going to tell someone when you get to have a conversation with them that you're offering them. And you need to be able to talk about the, the service and the process before you talk about the logistics. So one of the most common things, mistakes, I know I keep saying that, there's a lot of mistakes. I don't don't want to sound like I think everyone's out there just making mistakes, but I have enough experience to tell you that I know what a lot of the mistakes are, right? Because I've heard them all, I've watched them all, I've seen them all. I've talked to so many people who come to me and they tell me all the mistakes they made, right? And so mistakes are not failures, Mistakes are not failures. If you've ever done something that we think is a mistake, and maybe I shouldn't even keep saying mistake, mistake. If you've ever done something that didn't work, okay, it doesn't mean that you suck or that you failed or that you're an idiot. None of that. It means that you have an opportunity now to look at what didn't work and, and change and do something different, make a different choice. That's all it means, all right? And I'm going to put an and sometimes what I feel I'm able to do is help people not make some of those mistakes, right? Because I get to, I'm pre-gaming you. I'm telling you, don't pay for Facebook ads, right? Like I'm literally coming out and telling you that. Um, And I'm telling you, 
don't start offering a group program before you can ever get anyone to pay for one-on-one with you. Like, so I'm, I'm saving you some, for some, from some errors. All right. So to create your offer, to create your offer, you do have to do some work. Now, you might not know your secret sauce process. It like, it may not be revealing itself to you fully yet. And that's okay. And that's because as we do our work and work with the one client at a time, as I was talking about, it gets more clear. We get better at it. We we start to be able to have the experience of helping someone and supporting someone. And then we can turn around and our homework is to actually be able to 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 write that down, to say, oh, this is what I did and this is what we did and this is where the biggest transformation occurred. So you, it, there, it is a process. But even before you know all of that, you can still have a passionate offer. And what I mean by that is you've got to figure out how to talk about what you're going to do with someone and how you're going to help them in a way that's going to make them feel confident and that's going to help them get a green light in their brain because here's what I'm here to tell you when people come to us for the kind of help and that you know like I said before they're not buying a couch right they're coming to us and they're they're having to have a lot of faith that we're going to be able to provide what we say we can provide that we're going to be able to help them that we're going to help them get outcomes we're going to help them get transformation we're going to help them change we're going to help them heal we're going to help them have more success we're going to have like all the things right um they're they're working with us and there's a big leap of faith they have to take because they don't not only do they have to trust us but they have to trust themselves right There's no work that any of us do that the other person is not involved in. Nobody here does any anything that doesn't involve the other person having to be like an equal partner in getting the outcomes. Right. And so when people are making a decision to invest in working with you, and I mean at any monetary number, whether your offer is, you know, 500 or 1000 or 2000 or 5000 or 10,000 or whatever, in order for someone to get a green light from their brain, they have to they have to get to this place where they are willing to to put faith in themselves and in you that they believe that they can get some sort of an outcome that they're coming for, right? And that takes a lot for someone to get that green light. So you're a big part of that. And the way that you participate in that is you explain the process and the offer to them in such a way that it calms them down. It calms their brain down and their nervous system goes, huh, that's, yeah, that, that actually sounds, that sounds like it could work. That sounds reasonable. So if you're just telling them about the exchange of time for money, there's no part of that that's going to help their brain go, oh, yeah, wow. I mean, this really sounds good. This sounds like, this sounds like legit. This sounds like something that I could see myself doing and that I think we could get an outcome. Time for money does not register that in the brain. So that's why it's so important that you can have a passionate offer, even if when you're first starting, it's just so, it's just the simplest way that you can describe 
the process and then you're going to get better and better at it, right? Now, when I work with my clients, this is a huge focus because I want everyone to basically it becomes the, the essence. It's the framework. It's the very pillars of your work, of your business. It's your foundation. So it is really important. But do you need it to be fully fleshed out and like and and like, you know, incredible in order to create some clients? You do not. All right. Okay. Now, so that's offer. And now the second part was you need to have someone to, to, to buy, right? So that's simple, but then it's not so simple. Now, the reason why I bring up and brought up in the episode about who are you for, about all those people that you know, is because do not discredit the fact that like you can most likely get someone to say yes to your offer today. Okay, anyone who's listening to this, if you're new, if you're starting, if you're frustrated because you've never had a client, I am here to tell you that there is someone right now that's somewhere in your, like in your sphere, okay, that can be a client. So how do we get that person who's going to pay us? Well, here's the thing. When you're first starting out, in addition to having your passionate offer, you have to be willing to tell everyone, everyone, I mean everyone, what you do, even if you don't do it full time. So I'm going to tell you that the biggest shift for me in my business was when, so I started my coaching business when I was still teaching a lot of yoga, all right? I was teaching a lot of yoga classes. I was teaching yoga teacher trainings. I was still doing a lot of yoga because I was making my money that way while I was getting my coaching business off the ground. So for you, it may not be yoga, maybe something else that you're doing while you're also wanting to get whatever your passionate and prosperous business idea, your creativity, you are probably making money. You're probably not sitting around, right? Um, maybe if you're retired, I do have a couple of people who are retired and yeah, they're, they're, they're getting their, their new thing going as, as a, as a passion project, as, as like something, because they just really want to be in service and they want to be doing it. So they're not necessarily needing to make money from this business right now. So I always want to acknowledge that, but I'm going to go with that. The majority of people, you may be continuing to do something where you make money until you can make that transition. We'll do a whole other episode on the fact that like at some point you have to just like make this terrifying leap because that that transition is really hard if you're not really focusing on your business, but that's for another day. But for today, we're going with that you might be doing something for money and starting this this other business. So what I mean by all this is that you're out in the world. You you go to work, you go to your com- whatever you do in your community, you go to stores, you have neighbors, you have it, you must be telling everybody what you do. Oh, I was going to say when I was a yoga teacher, the 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 needle mover for me, the thing that made my coaching business take off was when I had this massive revelation that I was still thinking of myself as a yoga teacher who was quote unquote trying to start her coaching business. And I did this major like mindset shift for myself. And one of the ways I did it was I created a way for people to have a coaching program on, on Facebook with me for free. I just put this together. I'll do an episode on that too. Um, I put this together and I, 
I did it so that I could just get a whole shitload of people to just like give me the opportunity to coach them. It was on Facebook. But man, 60 people said that they wanted to do my four-week program on Facebook. And when I started having people to coach and having something to do that was coaching related every single day and manage my program and engage with people and everything, I started calling myself a coach. And there was this really interesting transition where I wasn't thinking of myself as a yoga teacher trying to be a coach, but I was completely embodying being a coach. And when I started doing that, and if someone said, what do you do? And I started realizing I was saying, I'm a coach. I wasn't saying I'm a yoga teacher. I was saying I'm a coach. And when I started just saying that and telling people and talking about my coaching and talking about how I help people and asking people questions, every single person, listen, everyone is willing to tell you their problems. Everyone, everyone will tell you their problems. This is my experience from yoga to coaching. Anyone, if you give someone the opportunity and you say, tell me more. (laughs) Oh, really? Tell me more about your shitty day. Tell me more about your stomach ache. Tell me more about about how that didn't go well for you. If you give people the opportunity to tell you their problems, they're going to take you up on it. Okay. And if you do anything that's in service, if what you do is serve other people, you basically give yourself by asking people to tell you more about what they're not liking. You give yourself the opportunity to basically show them what it could be like if they were to work with you just in a conversation. So in this simple way of starting your business, you need a simple offer and you need someone who wants to buy it. And the only way you're going to find the people who want to buy it is by talking to as many people as possible. And that does not mean just posting on social media. You must be telling and talking, telling and talking, engaging, having conversations, You must. And so if there's a part of your brain right now that is going, that's not me. I can't. I have no one to talk to. I have no, nope, unaccepting. I'm not accepting it. It's just, you can't just operate. You can't operate that way. So if that's the way your brain is operating, then, you know, reach out to me. Maybe we have to do some mindset work, but I'm telling you that you have to realize that the way that you start is by telling people and opening conversations with people and, you know, not just saying, I'm a coach, not just announcing what you do, but by getting involved in conversation so that you can actually give people the experience when you ask them the right question. It's even if we are talking about social media, we're talking about your social media strategy is not working if it doesn't make people leave comments and give you an opportunity to talk to them. And I'm putting up my quote fingers, even though you can't see me, talk to them on social media. So if everything you put out into the world is just that people are liking it or being like, oh, that's nice, but they're not engaging with you or wanting to have a conversation with you, you got to change your strategy. You got to do it a little differently. And that's why I was saying like it's simple, but it's not so simple because you have to perfect some things in the very beginning so that you can get your your business going. And the things you have to perfect are your simple offer and talking to enough people until somebody says yes. And when people start 
getting onto your yellow brick road and you start having conversations and you start getting yeses, you get more data for yourself. You start seeing like what's working. You can then start repeating it, right? But you can't repeat a process or a system if it doesn't exist. And the only way that you can have a process or a system that is yours, because it can't be someone else's, someone who's further along in their business cannot be like, here, just use my system and process that I'm using today when I already make $100,000. Nope. They are not being real with you. They are not telling you that when they first made their first however many dollars, I made my first $100,000 like without having any of the shit in place that a business coach would tell me to do. I didn't, I, I made my first hundred thousand dollars doing exactly what I just told you, doing exactly what I just told you. Now to scale my business and to expand and to do more things. Did I then start doing other stuff? Yeah, I did, but not in the beginning. And if I didn't do what I did and I didn't perfect offer and communication and conversation and and expanding my audience and talking to as many people as possible, I don't think I would have the business that I have right now. So what do you need to start? You need to not overwhelm yourself and not overcomplicate things by looking around and thinking that you need all kinds of fancy things, bells and whistles, websites, ads, funnels, webinars. No, you don't need any of those things. Now, is creating content important in order to grow your audience? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. But does that content have to be like done with fancy automations and paying someone else and all this stuff, it does not. You can do everything that you need to do when you're first starting out yourself. Grassroots, baby. You can do it all. You can do it all. You may need someone to, to, to help you figure out like how to use MailChimp email marketing, but you know what? Like you can find out. <laughs> you can find out. It's, it's not hard to find, right? And you don't need a website. I mean... I definitely recommend that entrepreneurs in this day and age at some point get a website, but do you need it in order to create a client? You do not because nobody buys your shit off your website. Nobody is signing up for one-on-one work with you off a website. They're signing up for it off of a phone call and they're getting on that phone call because you've created a way for them to connect and engage with you and for them to get interested and for them to want to know more. And then when you get on that call, that's where you need to know how to deliver a powerful conversation that converts. And one of the things that you need in that conversation that converts is, you know what I'm going to say, a passionate offer. So I hope this calms your brain. I hope that hearing this from me helped you to get out of this idea that you don't have stuff, that there's all these things that you need to do before you can, you know, start. I am I am hoping that you are coming away from this episode like with a deep sense of inner peace. <laughs> With a real knowing that like you just have to like wake up tomorrow or maybe even just after this episode, I don't know when you're listening to it, maybe just like go outside and just start talking about what you do. You've got to just get that going so that you are expanding the number of people on planet earth that know that you're available to help them and serve them. You need to start expanding that number today.
I always want to hear from you, you know, like if, if anything that I'm saying resonates, if you, if you had any ahas, if there's a question that you have, I want you to feel free to reach out to me. There are uh, ways when you, if you look at your, wherever you, you're listening to this, you'll see my email there. I'm on social media, Stacey Brass Russell on Instagram, um, on Facebook, you know, shoot me an email, drop me a message, find a post of mine and, and engage with me. I want to hear from you. It's why I'm doing this. I'm definitely doing this because I want to hear from you. I want to help you. I want to support you. And I want to help you to be passionate and prosperous in a life and business of your creation. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. As always, I want to thank you for listening and being a part of the Passionate and Prosperous community. You can get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday, so please make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on your platform of choice, and if that happens to be Apple, it's the little plus sign on the top right. If you know anyone that you think would benefit from what we're doing here, spread the love and tell a friend, and stay tuned for next week's episode where we have our first guest on Passionate and Prosperous. I can't wait for you to meet Sharona DiCostanzo and hear how we created her business from scratch using her gifts, skills, and passions. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.